You're listening to Rated NA Live from San Diego Comic-Con 2016. Good show. It was a yeah. great yeah. show. Oh, thank you. Did you yeah. come to the fashion show? Yes, we did come to the oh. fashion show. Your Lego dress. Amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so I much. I saw pictures of that. How heavy was that? Yeah. It was... 22 pounds. That's heavy. Pounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. 22. Wow. Did, did you met, Did you weigh it? I asked Andrew. I think Andrew weighed it. Oh, okay. Because I was okay. like... Because we had another dress in the fashion show that weighed over 25 pounds. Wow. Oh, wow. Kristen's. Um, oh, okay. The one uh, Kristen Koga did, inspired by The Last Man on Earth, the one that was all knit with the stuffed animals. Fluffies on the And that was all knit by hand, yeah. by the yeah. way. Like Didn't crochet. Over, like a PVC pipe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the stuffed animals were knit by hand. And then you guys, crazy. you didn't get to see on the runway, but she made these amazing shoes that had like little teddy bears on them. Oh, yeah. Cover, you like, kind of see. So Unreal. Unreal. But yeah, so, yeah, so I was so curious. <laughs> Heavy gown, so yeah, definitely oh, like twenty-two pounds. That's that sounds about right. <laughs> and over ten thousand Lego bricks. Oh my it's God. crazy. Wow. I was curious. Did you get like? Did it hurt under your arms? Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is no, it didn't. The way that Andrew made the dress, um, mm-hmm. it didn't hurt my arms at all. It uh, cut up the back of my calves oh. yeah. um, because the way that the flaps were, mm-hmm. um, it. I don't, I don't know how, but when it flapped, it hit the back of my calf. Um, so I wore some pantyhose, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, is they say you can't feel pain in two places at one time. And my shoes hurt so bad <laughs> that I really didn't feel the Lego gown until after I took off the shoes. And then so, it, so thank goodness I had really uncomfortable That's shoes. So it was yeah. nice. They were really yeah. cute, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Steve Madden. <laughs> <laughs> was that dress hard to walk in? No. You know, it. Uh, we made some last-minute adjustments. Uh, it was at first, because it actually had a train on it, um, oh. and uh, I kept on stepping on Lego bricks, so we cut the train off. Yeah, wow. yeah actually, two days before. Across the no, <laughs> no. So it ended up being just a floor-length gown because I was stepping on the Lego. So it, it once we cut off the train, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, how, so how was that even, like, thought up? Like, who thought of, like, let's make a dress full of Legos? <laughs> yeah, so I ended up meeting Nathan Sawaya, and, um, you know, obviously a big fan of his Lego sculptures, and uh, I was still trying to figure out what I was going to wear for the fashion show, and, um, you know, he's made Lego dresses before, but they were sculptures, like, you couldn't move in them, and so um, he was like, you know, it's never been done before, a Lego couture gown that you can actually walk in, what if we did it? And he's like, but, you know, I'm not a fashion designer, I don't, he doesn't so and I was like okay I, I gotcha um, because Andrew you know had offered to make my my dresses again so I called up Andrew and I said okay I you know I, I want you to make my dress again but it's going to be a collaboration and you're going to do something that's never been done before mm-hmm. and I was like can you sew on Lego bricks and so um, he ended up coming up with a concept where he created a, a canvas essentially made out of Lego so Andrew sewed on 5,000 Lego bricks um, that were 
or flat Lego bricks, and then he passed off the dress to Nathan, and then Nathan put on another 5,000 Lego bricks, which was the Ahsoka image. Um, so it was a really cool collaboration between the two of them. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. It was a great idea. How are you going to top that next year? I don't know. <laughs> the funny thing is, is we were talking about it last night at dinner, and and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you do after that? Um, oh, we'll come up with something. I'm yeah, sure. we're gonna have to yeah. come up with something. Uh, and the, you know what? The funny thing is, is I did have a second dress. Um, Andrew had made me a ray dress um, that was just a regular ray gown, and so that's what this Millennium Falcon purse was Super for. Cute. It was to go with the ray gowns. Um, but at the last minute, we had come up with the Ahsoka hairstyle because um, I wanted to evoke Ahsoka's leku, um, but obviously do a fashion interpretation, mm-hmm. and so uh, we thought of the blue extensions and the three braids but there was no quick change with that like it took an hour to do that hairstyle and there was a ton of extensions in it so um so once i had to sacrifice the ray gown for the hairstyle so um so that's why it was it was a worthy sacrifice it was a worthy (laughs) sacrifice yeah yeah but um you're definitely calling like every hair shop in la being like do you have blue (laughs) i need blue extensions (laughs) so um, obviously, her universe is really all about making this world much more approachable to women and just like much more accessible, and especially dressing up. So, did you have a personal turning point at which you were like, you know what, I'm done with this. Like, I'm sick of having to wear men's t-shirts. Like, what was there a specific yeah. experience, or was it just like a collective of small things? You know, it's funny. I've 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 been a Star Wars fan. Literally, my earliest memory was when I think I was three years old, and I remember watching Star Wars on VH, VHS, you know, in our home, and oh, yeah. we had this orange shag carpet that, you know, created the perfect Tatooine setting <laughs> as a kid, and so we played Star Wars growing up and everything, and so I've, I've been a Star Wars fan ever since I can remember, but um, once I was cast as Ahsoka, I, I really didn't think anything of it, because I feel like society over time as women we just accepted the fact that nothing was made for us like it was made for the men and the boys and you know I didn't even think about the fact that I really didn't have much Star Wars clothes made for me Mm -hmm. until I was immersed in the Star Wars world as Ahsoka and I was going to all of these you know uh, events comic cons press junkets everything and I I wanted more Star Wars clothes made for me and um, I just went shopping you know thinking naively that it existed and you know obviously quickly came up empty handed Um, Um, Then I scoured the internet, and it didn't exist. And to the point where, like, I I remember at the time on StarWars.com, I went to the women's section, and it was all men's stuff. Mm -hmm. They actually put men's watches in the women's section. And I'm like, okay. Like, that's (laughs) really bad. Um, So I did my research, because I knew I wasn't the only one. And... um, I got some pretty accurate uh, statistics at the time. We averaged the top five conventions around the world, and we, we, we knew the convention organizers, so they were real statistics. Mm-hmm. And um, I found out that 45% of all of the, of the attendees of the mm-hmm. top conventions around the world were women. And then I also found out that 85% of all consumer purchases are made by women. And I'm just like, this isn't making sense. Like, if you made us stuff, we would buy it. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started Her Universe. And and the most important part, and I, I apologize because I feel like I've probably told you this, but is just 
I now granted this goes back to 2009 when I was doing that re- this research but you know story after story after story of women and girls being bullied for liking this world and and you know to the point that's when message boards were really big and um, we've come a long way um, but you know story after story of women pretending to be men in the message boards so they could actually have a real conversation about Star Wars and so I was compelled to start her universe more so to just create a safe community where women could be themselves and not be bullied for it. Yeah. Um, and merchandise was 50% of it, but more importantly, it was just the community. And, and you know, that's that's really been my mission. And, and that's really where the fashion show came from, is, you know, after being at Comic-Con, I first came to Comic-Con in 2007. And over the years, I, I saw, um, you know, just female fans using the hallways of San Diego Comic-Con like it was a runway. I mean, like, look yeah, at your dress. Yeah. You look gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, and it's you. like, that, this is a fashion look. Like, Fr- friend made it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's like, that's why I was inspired. Yeah. I was seeing original designs, women using the hallways of San Diego Comic-Con as their runway, and I thought, you know what? We need to give fans an actual runway to walk on. And at the time, I had approached Comic-Con, and I said, look, half of your attendees are women and you're not doing anything to specifically celebrate the women. You know, I'd love to do an event that just celebrates fangirls and look, I think we should do a fashion show and a couture fashion show and straight out of fashion week. Like, go big or go home. And um, I gotta give credit to Comic-Con because they were (coughs) so supportive from day one. They were just like, yes, like we acknowledge our female fans, we celebrate our female fans, um, we love the idea. And so, it took two years, but that was just because to figure out the logistics of pulling off a couture fashion show at Comic-Con, which, you know, we had never done a fashion show before, and and so it took a while to figure out, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it really started from the fans and just wanting to give, celebrate fangirls. Great. Love it. You talk about, um, you talk about inclusivity with women, and one of the things I love about her universe is that you in the um, fashion show and on the website, you have women of all ages, all sizes, all you know races. Um, the new stuff that we got to see on um, Thursday at the fashion show, do you plan to include that in the Torrid plus size um, yes. availability to women? Yes. So uh, anything that we sell with Hot Topic now... Um, for the most part, uh, it's available in Torrid, but what Hot Topic has started to do is they're now carrying everything in plus sizes. So like our entire Star Wars collection, um, it's, it's, it's only online right now, but their goal is definitely to eventually take it to stores, hopefully, um, is it's available in extra small through, I think, 3X in junior sizes, and then it's available in what they're calling HT Plus in 0 through 5. And that's been so important to us from day one. Um, and it's something we've been working on hard to perfect. Naively, when I first started Her Universe, I was like, we're going to conquer the world, and we're going to do all sizes, and you know, we're going to do plus sizes from day one. Little did I realize how difficult getting the fit was, like, you know, and how important it is. And so um, about two years ago now we hired our own fit team and you know Hot Topic also has a great fit team and it just takes a while because you know we wanted to perfect it we wanted it to be right we wanted it to be consistent so you knew like if you're a a, you know, a, a 3X in, in one thing, her universe, you're going to be a 3X in everything. So it's taken a while but something we've like just been working so hard at. 
That's great. I think because um, I really want that ray sweater. So <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I just gotta make sure I can find it. It's they coming have, back online. They they have some plus sizes on the floor still. Oh, do they? Yeah. Jen was just at the booth. I was just. Yeah. They have some plus sizes, yeah. or they did this morning. Okay. Um. So at the Star Wars University. Because like yeah. for me, honestly, I just kind of oh, I just assume I have to go find it online. So having it in stores and consistent yes. is really important. I think absolutely, and that's that's something that us and Hot Topic and Torrid, you know, it's been a conscious effort, and everyone's been working hard to perfect it for two years. So we're fr- we're finally getting there. Um. <laughs> Exciting! You guys have grown so much. I mean, I just remember talking to you years ago, and you guys were just getting yes. new licenses, and like it was we go like, back to Dallas Fan Days, I think, I, right? Yeah. Is that it's the been first like time? Four or five years. I think yeah. you came on our show. Like I don't know. I want to say. 2011, 2010, yeah. something like that. So thank you. Um, oh, gosh, no, thank you. Uh, and this growth is awesome, but what licenses or IPs do you think you want to bring in like that you haven't gotten yet? Because I feel like you have them all. Like I can't even really think of something that at this point <laughs> oh. you guys haven't uh, soaked up. We don't have DC. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> But, you know, I, I will say DC is something. Um, it was just I grew up on Marvel. That was that was kind of what, you know, my, my parents, you know, kind of, uh, raised us on in Disney, and so I didn't have as much of a DC influence. Um, but it's been amazing because I do the voice of Cheetah on DC Superhero Girls, mm-hmm. and so it's funny. It's it's introducing DC, you know, to to kids, and I feel like I'm one of those kids. Like I'm getting the proper introduction <laughs> to DC through DC Superhero Girls, and I'm obsessed with it. So I'm I'm getting to work closely with the the DC family, and I do hope you know to to do something you know with them because. Uh, it's you know it's it's funny we and maybe it's because with her universe we try so hard to keep it such a positive place like there's no like Star Wars versus Star Trek hate there there's none of that it's it's positive it's it's all inclusive it's like hey we celebrate everything and so I know there's like DC versus Marvel and you know we just we don't do that it's like we celebrate everything it's like if you're a fan you know you you can love. Superman and Captain America, you can, of course, like, so, um, so that's a world because I'm working in it now, hopefully I get to play in that a little bit, um, but I don't know, I mean, you know, Lego is, is one thing after doing the, the, the Lego couture gown and, you know, the Millennium Falcon Lego purse, like, I'd love to find a way to bring Lego into everyday fashion, so maybe expanding into more, like, just the geek lifestyle versus specific IP, so, um, we'll see. I, there's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always about quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Star Wars and Marvel and Doctor Who and Star Trek, there's such massive licenses that I right. want to do right by those licenses rather than spread ourselves too thin. But um, I'm always kind of trying to find more. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so, what piece of advice would you say to your younger self, knowing what you know now about all? the things you're going to conquer and like kind of walls you're going to tear down for women like what would you say to yourself (laughs) knowing what you know now or to just young women out there aspiring to do something similar um I think I mean I definitely want to hear your answer on this too Jen I I feel like I, I I say I started her universe. I have ins- I'm insanely naive, or I have insane naivete. I guess they say, like I, I I just say why not? 
and just mm-hmm. do it. Sometimes, like, if I know too much, like, now that I, I had no idea how hard her universe was going to be <laughs> when I started it. No idea. Had I known, you know, maybe that would have stopped me, but I didn't. And I, I saw a need, and I was like, the world needs this because girls need this. Women need this. Um, so maybe I would say to me, younger self, like, just, just do, like, do it like don't overthink it like if you if if you see need if you have passion for something like just do it um i think to piggyback on that like i'm raising a six and a half year old little girl wow. so Congrats. like to me she's, she's kind of amazing but it's really important to me like the messages we're teaching them and i think we're in such a great place right now like it's not perfect, but I think, like, compared to five years ago, as women in business running companies, we're getting more respect, and it's more normal versus, like, oh, can she handle it? I mean, look, we have a female running for president. You know, like, the world has changed a little bit. But I think the piece of advice I give to her and I give to myself on a daily basis is don't ever let anyone else's opinion of you bring you down. Like, I feel like instinct, and especially a woman's instinct, is like one of the strongest things we can have. And sometimes that is a great thing, and sometimes it's not. But um, I would just say, like, we've had, I mean, growing a business, you've had women that try to cut you down just because of for no reason or jealousy. Or, you know, we used to live in a time where, like, two women couldn't get the promotion. And, you know, so there was, like, a lot of, like, backstabbing. So for me, it's like, don't let anybody tear you down and just, like, be supportive of each other and have each other's back. It's kind of yeah. what we do with each other. We yeah, have each and other's I, back. I think, you know, the fashion show is a good example of of kind of just having a dream and doing it. And, you know, that's what I'm so excited about this year with Comic-Con HQ, documenting the Her Universe fashion show, is we get to meet all 27 designers, follow their journey from being, you know, from the open submissions, open calls, being selected, um, and then all the way to the runway at San Diego Comic-Con. And the amazing thing is, and I really hope, um, you know, designers of all ages watch it. And even not uh, non-designers, I think, will be inspired by, um, you know, the designers in the show. Because we have some fans that actually want to be fashion designers, for real, it's their profession. And we have some designers that are just doing it as a hobby. Um, But they, you know, literally, like, taught themselves how to sew off of YouTube. There's one girl, the girl that... Or bead. Yeah. Yeah, the the one girl that did the the trans... technique. (laughs) (laughs) From YouTube. From YouTube. Um, I learned how to braid from YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There was the girl that did the transforming uh, Wonder Woman gown, Adria. That was amazing. Amazing. so shocked. The whole room... It was so great. And it was so great. So she's only been sewing for a year and a half. Wow. She was working at the Gap. Um, and just taught herself to sew. And uh, I think I'm so excited that, you know, Comic-Con HQ, because Comic-Con is all about education, and it's empowering, and it's positive, and it's about education. And 
I never wanted to do a show about her universe unless it could be that. It could be educational. It could be positive. It could be empowering. And to have the ability to do this now with Comic-Con um, and document the process and showcase these designers in such a positive light and give them a platform um, to show off their work and their talent, I'm, I'm just... You know, as as my younger self, I I'd watch these designers and and say, "Wow, if they can do it, I can do it too." Yeah, I mean, when I saw the first show, I like immediately started stalking Ashley. <laughs> I was like, "This needs to be a TV show. Like, more people need to see this." And I mean, it's been a few years in the making, and now we're here. We are, and I think it's just so great. You know, my sister and I run Blondie Girl, which is a female company, and it's empowering female. And that a lot of we share a lot of the same messages as her universe, wanting to show real women like as they are. And so it was so cool to ha- be able to do this project and have each other's back and be able to make it positive and not allow like reality elements into it and really just document what was happening, but also make it entertaining. I think was really. Great. Yeah, it was it was a fun process. Like our 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 missions have been aligned from from day one. It's so funny though. I moved to LA as an actress, and um, I used to audition against Ashley, you know, Jen's sister, <laughs> Ashley Tisdale, all the time. Like you know, it, oftentimes it would come down to me and Ashley, and um, which is weird because they looked nothing alike. Yeah, we looked nothing alike. Um, but I got to know you know Ashley and specifically their mom from the auditions. And Ashley's younger than me, so I never you know. And at auditions, you're always nervous. You don't really talk that much. Um, so I never really, like, got to know Ashley that well or hang out with her. But um, Jen's mom was so sweet. And I was always by myself. I moved out to L.A. by myself. And um, Jen and I are pretty much the same age, like, almost exactly. And um, her mom, years ago, was like, you know, I have an older daughter, and I really think you guys would hit it off. You should call her. <laughs> and gave me Jen's number years ago. Wow. And, of course, I didn't call her, because what am I supposed to say? Like, <laughs> Hi, your mom said we should be friends. Like, can we hang out? Yeah. So I never called her, but it's funny. Years later, um, we have the same agent, and and he connected us, and he said, you know, I really think you guys would hit it off. And I'm like, you know, we were meant to meet years ago, and we did. We we met, and we had one lunch, and hit it off. And um, so I'm just honored to be working with Jen and Ashley because it's like our visions are aligned, and it's really. to be positive, and I'm, I'm excited we're able to document it and bring it to the fans. You mentioned you mentioned that over the years you've noticed a change with more, um, that pop culture has become a little bit more accommodating toward women. What do you think sort of ushered that change in? Because I've noticed it too. I've been coming here, this is my 16th Comic-Con, and I have noticed it unbelievable, especially in the past decade, it's changed mm-hmm. so much. What do you think, just, what do you, what, what, started that strong women yeah, yeah. Strong women. I well, think that's what started it yeah, yeah but also um, the fans and social media like that's and, what I mean yeah like w- women that were willing to voice that they wanted change mm. yes and also fanboys though too like the fact that you've been writing about her universe for years what caught me by surprise from day one because I thought it would just be women with, to support her universe from day one and it was just as many men fr- that came out and said thank you because my wife loves Star Wars or my daughter likes Star Wars and you know I would say half of our sales are men buying stuff for the women in their yeah, life I mean, that's, that's what drew, drew me to it you yeah. Know? yeah and I think as a community 
for the most part, I know there's at the con there's you know there's there's always been um, some you know tension, uh, but for the most part, when you're here, it's an accepting environment. It's kind of a general society that put it in a box that said, oh, you know, this world is for the men and the boys. And that really came, you know, decades ago with gender marketing. There were the blue aisle and the pink aisle, the boy aisle and the girl aisle. They had to put Star Wars somewhere, so they put it in the boy aisle. And then they had to put, you know, princesses somewhere, so they put that in the girl aisle. Subconsciously, that started so long ago that as a society, that's just how we were trained to think. And um, But when you're here... It's, it's not that way. It's so accepting. So I think as fans felt comfortable to speak up and be who they are, then it, it's now starting to infiltrate out to general society, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's totally normal to wear a Lego dress. Um, you know? Uh, so it's, it's really, I think, the fact that fans were given a voice on such a major platform with social media. And I also think, like, not going back to having a child, but, like, we grew up loving Star Wars. We grew up, you know... I loved He-Man. Like, I, there was things that, like, I loved as a kid that were not normal for girls to like. And as we got older, we were like, or at least I was like, I don't want my daughter to have to feel that she's, you know, weird for liking this. So I think this group, our generation, that grew up as fans of these great franchises were like, we don't want to have to be told that we can't like this. Mm-hmm. We don't want our kids to have to feel like they have to be told that they can't like mm-hmm. this. So I think, really, I love the fact that the message of Comic-Con is slowly starting to like drip out into other areas. Mm-hmm. But I think we're all kind of responsible for that because we're the generation that's mm-hmm. making those changes. Yeah, absolutely. So what's, what's next for you two? What, mm-hmm. what can we expect yeah. from this awesome team? <laughs> Well, the, so the, the Her Universe fashion show isn't over yet, and we actually still need to crown a third winner. So, uh, you know, obviously in past years, the Her Universe fashion, fashion show was just a live show mm-hmm. that happened Thursday night, and if you missed it, you missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, because of Comic-Con HQ, the show is actually in its entirety going to be on Comic-Con HQ starting on Thursday, July 28th, and then we're opening it up um, for voting. It'll be on heruniverse.com for a third winner. Um, and, you know, look, we're so lucky to be here at Comic-Con, but, like, it's like the lottery now if you get to come to Comic-Con. There's yeah, so many people yeah. that um, don't get to go and honestly could never even dream of going because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I'm thrilled to be a part of Comic-Con HQ because it's it's taking Comic-Con out to the world to people that you know, can't go or, or one day could only dream to go, but they get to experience it now and be a part of it and even celebrate it year round. So, um, to allow, uh, the rest of the world in on, you know, the fashion show and voting and, and there's still a third winner that's going to get to design a collection with her universe to be sold at Hot Topic. So we really want to, you know, have people go watch it and then vote. Um, and these designers are begging people to vote and they deserve it I mean they spent hundreds of hours on their designs and you know I'm, I'm excited for their work to be seen and then also to have another winner I last let's see February March when at WonderCon you mentioned you were thinking about doing um or you were kind of 
well, talking about maybe doing accessories and stuff like that. Sometimes you have a few things online. Yeah. And you have an awesome Lego purse. Any <laughs> plans to do accessories or anything like that? Yes. We're, we're having a couple more come out for Studio Ghibli um, with Hot Topic that we're working on. And what I've discovered is <laughs> unless... Unless you can, I don't like to do something and not do it really, really well. And um, and so finding the right manufacturing partners to make your vision come to life sometimes is harder than it looks. And so um, when it comes to accessories, I just, I'm not an expert in accessories. So when, when you see us come out with something, it's, it's usually because we have the right partner and we can execute that vision. So it is something we're working on. It is something that is... I hope to do lots more of, and we're aligning the right kind of partners to do that. Um, so right now we have some, we'll definitely have some some cool accessories through uh, Hot Topic for Studio Ghibli, and I would love to offer Lego <laughs> Millennium Falcon purses. And and after the fashion show, I have to admit I'm probably going to try to make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I attacked I attacked Nathan last night. I was like. Wait, I need a purse now. People yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Does it, does it actually open it's up a, and you can oh, put yeah. stuff in it? The, the only thing is, is I told Nathan, I said, it needs to be a little bit bigger. It needs to be big enough to fit your phone. Mm-hmm. So, oh my yeah, gosh, you can, so you cool. can take a picture. That's beautiful. That is so cool. I know what's I, what I want for Christmas. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I do think it, um, so awesome. it needs to be made. I mean, Lego fashion is definitely a goal of mine so <laughs> maybe more lego accessories and that would be really cool. really cool That's awesome. i have a lot of legos in my house <laughs> yes, I have you can donate them to the cause <laughs> you should have seen so nathan's way has the most amazing like just studio studio and um she brought her daughter and her eyes like i thought they were going to pop out of her head because cool. um, it's it's millions. Yeah, she was Lego like, "Mommy, bricks. this is cooler than Lego Land." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Can I build something?" And I was like, "Can you build something?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." So she like made this like picture frame with like an M on the middle of it, and he's like, "Are you gonna take it with you?" She's like, "No, I'm gonna put it on your shelf because he's got like shelves of Legos." She's like, "So that way you can remember me." Yeah, no, she's pretty sassy. I don't know if you were, you were at the fashion show. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else. She was the first one. She was Wonder Woman, the first one to walk no the runway way. during the. Yeah. That's, that's my so that's cute. my baby. That's awesome. So. I just had a son, so I'm like counting the moments till Congratulations. the Legos. And thanks. He's 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 here. He's 11 weeks old. Oh my, oh my gosh! It was hardcore. <laughs> wow. Cross country all the way from Orlando. Oh my yes. My wife has him like strapped to her now, walking around the con like <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I'm waiting. Lego That's, Lego time. Lego time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. His own little badge and everything. I'm so oh proud. Oh my gosh, how cute. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting done right. She yes. wasn't at the fashion show, was she? Because there was a little baby no, that walked that runway. No, right. that wasn't, no. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was dressed like, um, like Harry No. Oh, no. Yeah. So, question for, um, what, since you're a mom and a super awesome businesswoman, what do you feel like you struggle on your day-to-day balancing these very two important missions in your life? Dating. Dating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't have time for you that. Know, even being um, parent or childless, it's, it's hard. <laughs> you know, I, um, one of the things that was really important 
to me when I took over running my sister's company was having a work-life balance. Um, I think that it's very important to eat dinner with your children. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a time that you get to really connect and talk about their day and talk about what's going on in their life. So that was like, I think that's the one thing that like I set in place of, I can do work after she goes to bed. I'm lucky enough that I like work in an industry that if I'm not filming, I can do something from home. We can now do it on our laptops, on our phones. Like we're able to communicate from anywhere. So it's really important to me that everything we do and every project we work on is family friendly. Like Michaela came to set multiple times if we had a really long day because I, I do think, you know, being present is very important, but I don't think you should have to sacrifice having a career. So it's just really important to just understand it's not always going to be perfect, but to try to make it the most perfect situation for you. And just, again, keep that work-life balance because if you focus on one and not the other, like you're gonna end up miserable. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to our coverage of San Diego Comic-Con 2016. As always, you can find us on Twitter, and that's at NerdAppropriate, Facebook slash NerdAppropriate, Twitch TV slash NerdAppropriate, Instagram slash NerdAppropriate, or if you have an email that you want to send our way, you can send a message to Ash, Scott, or Matt at NerdAppropriate.com, or if you have a general question, just send it to nerds at NerdAppropriate.com. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with all new shows. 